Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, Jesus said, there am I in the midst of them. To those of you who love him in truth, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you thanks. Glory, Jesus. Thank you for this day. Today, we're going to talk about the day of judgment. Let's start in Acts 17, verse 30. Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Let's turn to Romans chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds. To those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality, eternal life. But to those who are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first and also of the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For there is no partiality with God, no special judgment for the Jews. Verse 16. In the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel, the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. As we read through the following scriptures, take note of the consistent mentioning of the day. Zephaniah 2, verse 3. Seek the Lord, all you meek of the earth, who have upheld his justice. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. It may be that you will be hidden in the day of the Lord's anger. Jesus spoke many times of the day of judgment. Let's go to Matthew 10, verse 14. 
when Jesus sent out his twelve disciples, he said to them, And whoever will not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. In Matthew 12, verse 33, he said, Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. But I say to you, that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Now let's turn to 1 John chapter 4, verse 15. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. As we see in these words of the Apostle John, those who are perfected in the love of God will also stand before the Lord Jesus in the day of judgment with joy and boldness. Let's go to Matthew 25, verse 31 and following, the final judgment. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then will he sit on the throne of his glory. This is at the end of the world with all nations, everyone who has lived and died for their eternal rewards, whether good or bad. It is the same throne as the glorious, white, or brilliant throne. All the nations will be gathered before him. That's all people. And he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Verse 41, Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Clearly, this is the final judgment at the end of the world, the great white throne judgment.
verse 46, And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The wicked and the righteous are there. It is the final judgment for eternal rewards and punishment. So you see that this is at the end of time. Revelation 11, verse 18. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets, and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. Clearly, this is the great white throne judgment, and the wicked are there, and the righteous, both the Old Testament prophets and the saints. That's the church. Revelation 20, verse 11. Then I saw a great white, brilliant or bright throne. It's the same throne as the throne of his glory in Matthew 25, 31. It's the same throne as the judgment seat of Christ in Romans 14.10 and 2 Corinthians 5.10. The word bima in the Greek means throne. It is his judgment seat, his glorious, brilliant throne. And him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, just like it says in Revelation 11:18, standing before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged each one according to his works. All the works of every person are written in God's books, both good and evil. This is where they will be opened. This is how we will all be judged, every single one of us, including all the Jews, all the Gentiles, all the prophets, all the saints, both small and great, all the righteous and all the wicked. And God is going to reward us, every one, according to our works, and they are all written in the books. On that day, the evil works that we have truly repented of will not be found there, for they will have been washed away by the precious blood of the Lamb of God. If we have believed in Him, as it is written in 1 John 1, nine, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 14, Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire, This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 3, 5. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Revelation 21, verse 5. Then he who sat on the throne said, 
Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Revelation 21.7 He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, fornicators, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. God has made a way through the gift of his Son, Jesus Christ, upon the cross of Calvary, through his sacrifice for our sins and the shedding of his precious blood, for us to overcome sin, to overcome the world, to overcome the devil, and to inherit all things. And he shall be our God, and we shall be his sons and daughters. If we will repent and turn to him with all our hearts, love him and keep his words, keep his way, following Jesus, doing his will, and be faithful unto death. But if we want to keep certain sinful pleasures and wicked deeds, and we try to justify ourselves through the false doctrines brought forth by Satan's ministers in the church, we will be condemned along with the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and fornicators and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars. So repent now, people of God, and believe what is clearly written in his word, for the day of judgment is soon to come upon us. There is one judge, one judgment, and one day, the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man, woman, and child according to their works. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Jesus at roberthames.com. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you who love him in truth. Amen.